Sorry. So you're a music artist with plans to take over the world, huh? Yeah, duh. That's why I'm here. Well, you've come to the right place. Let's go. Welcome to the I Am Northbound podcast. Podcast. Your guide to dominating the new music industry. What's up, y'all? How you doing? Welcome to another episode of I Am Northbound. Yes, I forgot two weeks. Well, it wasn't so much that I forgot two weeks. I have been so busy with some unexpected things. Um, I'm working with uh, some music artists that have required a lot more of my time. I've also, we've been really busy on listen pages and having to change direction and work all that out as we go. Cause this is like the first uh, major software release I've ever been a part of. So of course there's going to be Roblox trying to figure them out. Just also coming up to the end of the year and all that kind of stuff. It took up a lot of time. And uh, because of that, I just f- like actually lost track of the days and then realized that I had missed the day I was meant to record the podcast on. So I missed a week and I kind of like it's uh, just as it's easy to build momentum. I guess it's easy to lose it because the next week um, I just uh, because of losing track of the week prior, I lost track of that week, too. And it's like you have to make a conscious effort to be like get back on the, you know what I mean? Get, get the momentum moving again or else I, you know, I could have missed this week as well. And it is the, you know, it's that I usually record my podcast episodes on the Friday and I release them on the Monday or Sunday. Can't remember one of the two, uh, depends on what time zone you're in. But, uh, you know, I had an episode planned out for today and then, uh, the last two days, I think <laughs> I've had, uh, my wife and I have had a combined total of about probably six hours sleep over the last two nights just because of, uh, uh, a sick child. So I've been, that's why I probably sound really tired now. That's why everything's been kind of crazy here. Uh, but in a way of like perfect timing, I still am able to deliver to you guys uh, something that I think is super important and super cool. Uh, I want to take this episode. I want to talk about something really briefly. It's not, I don't want to dive into a big massive topic on this. Um, but I, I have just kind of seen something in the wild that I really want to um, uh, let you know of because if you've read my book or if uh, you know you've heard about what I've said before, uh, there's one pr- principle in particular that a lot of people underestimate and uh, will listen to me say but won't actually implement. And I've seen a guy, I saw someone implement this on TikTok and saw big results. So I want to talk about that briefly, but so I can still give you guys an episode that hopefully will make up for the two missed weeks, which I apologize for. Uh, I want to let you know that I actually was a guest on uh, Monica Strutt's Being in a Band podcast. Uh, you might remember Monica. She was the first guest I have had ever had on um, I Am Northbound. She was on an episode a couple of weeks ago, um, a couple of episodes ago now. Um, it, she's really cool. She does a whole bunch of stuff like me, uh, but in a different area and she's got a whole, you know, a different approach and she's really cool. So, I mean, if you enjoyed that episode, you should definitely go check out the episode I did with her on her podcast. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Uh, and you know, I'll put also, if I'm posting this on social media, you'll see the link inside the post for that as well. Um, but I'm pretty sure you could just find it by searching for being in a band. Uh, with Monica Strutt. Anyway, so we talked about a whole bunch of cool stuff in that. Like, I mean, you know me, I'll talk for hours on end. So, uh, there was a whole bunch we talked about, but she's titled the episode about um, music marketing, I think, and dealing with trolls online. Because I remember we talked about that, about how to actually, uh, like how to prepare yourself and also deal with and uh, be prepared for and also navigate when people write mean and hate, like hurtful and or, I would say hurtful because a lot of the times they shouldn't hurt you. That's the whole point. Um, but you know, hate filled comments for no reason whatsoever. Uh, so it's really cool. If you want to go check that episode out, you definitely should. That gives me a way of still providing you with an episode. Um, I've got a whole bunch of cool stuff lined up for future episodes. I am still, as you know, I'm always trying to figure out the best type of content to bring to you guys. I'm all about transparency 
transparency. That's why I don't, I think a lot of people wouldn't say what they're thinking and would just kind of do it. But I want to be, as I try to encourage you to be transparent with your life, I try to live by those same principles and let you know where my mind's at. Um, just so I can get feedback from you. And I mean, it's, I love hearing back. Uh, I'm shaping this into the show that uh, you want to hear based on the uh, feedback I'm getting. I'm shaping it and making it even better and, you know, making sure that the podcast is exactly what uh, you'd like to hear, uh, like what you want, you know, on, <laughs> I was going to say in your inbox, in your podcast app, <laughs> you know, uh, that you want to be playing through your speakers. I want to be telling you the stuff that can actually help you towards your music goals. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think that I might, as I've made the podcast more conversational, um, I think that what I might do is, is start using the podcast as a little bit of a, like an audio diary, so to speak, and fill you in with what I've been doing in the week and the stuff I've learned while I've been testing things. And rather than just giving you um, topics that, you know, I cover in my book, if you, I mean, I, I understand that this whole game of like doing podcasts and, you know, I don't even know what the word is, but what I do for the music industry, I understand that it's all about repetition and saying the same things over and over again, but I hate repeating myself because I feel like if you've been following me for a while, I don't want you to start thinking, oh, he's just saying the same stuff over and over again. Um, so yeah, I, 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 it, I, I don't want to repackage old episodes in new ways just to repeat it, to get it through to people. But then I, again, I understand uh, that I understand that some people might you know, I, I understand that people might not have heard that episode in the first place. You know, then again, that, that makes complete sense. Uh, so, you know, it, it's a tricky predicament, but I'm trying to make sure I provide you with uh, stuff that'll make you want to tune in each week. Because, I mean, if you've read my book, The Four Dimensional Songwriter, I don't want you to get nothing out of the podcast because all I'm doing is just taking chapters and giving opinions on them, that type of thing. So, if I turn this into more of a conversational weekly update thing, I can let you know what I've been testing through the week on top of also doing that as well. I, I, I will definitely still kind of like tell you why those points work in the real world. But if I can give you more real world advice, you know, what I've learned by the books I read, the studies I do, um, that type of thing, I think that it'd be a really cool way of getting the dot points across to you of the stuff you need to know to make some real progress without me just telling you stuff that, I mean, you could just get my book and like for free and find that out already. If that makes sense. Because I mean, yeah, I read a ton of books on different things and I get really cool dot points and stuff. So I think people have responded well in my one-on-one -on -one consulting calls when I give advice from like books that I've read and how it can be applied to the music industry. So maybe I might start bringing that out. If I find a cool key point or something that I think could really benefit you, then I will bring it to you. Uh, so yeah, if you want a full episode for today, uh, as I said, you must go check out the episode that I did with... Uh, Monica Stratt, I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. And there's a, like a ton of value in that. And I know you're absolutely going to love it. But today I just wanted to quickly uh, bring attention to a point that, as I said, people really underestimate this when I talk about it in, um, uh, you know, in my book or if I talk about it in a podcast or if I just say it on social media, but it really can work. And that is your location. Now, a lot of people don't see the potential their location has to separate them from the crowd and get more people listening to their music, but it adds context to your, to your sound, right? The thing is, is that uh, we live in, surrounded by our location all the time. So it's not that interesting to us at all yet you know, our location to someone on the other side of the world is super interesting, but it goes so much deeper than that. Uh, for example, I worked with an artist recently in Finland and I was talking to her about where, um, you know, where she lives and that type of thing. And I, I think I was, so, I was, I was like a, I was a call that we did for like an hour or so. And I think we talked for like the first 15 minutes about 
how different Finland is from Australia. And I'm, I mean, I hope this is the case, but at least I can know for sure that I was so interested in what she was saying about Finland. I hope that she was as interested in what I was saying about Australia, but we live in such polarizing places that that is super interesting to one another. Now, as I said, it goes deeper than that. It's not just about, I mean, she could just be just another music artist. She could be just someone random that I've, you know, like every other music artist in the crowd. But now knowing that she's from Finland, that separates her, right? So your location can automatically separate you uh, from everyone else. Uh, but as I said, it works deeper than that on two levels. Secondly, it also allows a thing that is uh, needed for, uh, I guess, like some form of uh, virality. It's the same way, um, there's a really, really good book by Jonah Berger called Contagious. I talked about this recently um, somewhere on a podcast, but anyway, it just happens to be talking about the same book twice, but he talks about the seven elements you need in any form of content for it to become viral. And one of them that's uh, super interesting on a side note is that when it was like in the eighties or something like that, I can't remember when the date is, but it was, it might've been the nineties, whatever, but um, the sales of Mars bars, the chocolates, the candy bars, can you call them candy? We don't we use the word candy in Australia. I um, feel like that's wrong, but the chocolate bars at least, um, they inexplicably saw an increase in revenue. Now, why do they, it just made no sense, but it turns out the reason that Mars bars started selling more, it seemed like it was unrelated, but it turns out it was, the Curiosity rover went to Mars. And it was because of that, the word Mars was everywhere. It was all over the front page of newspapers. It was everywhere, you know, everywhere you turn on the news, it's all about Mars, right? Uh, the planet. Now, the interesting thing is, is that whenever people saw the word Mars, their mind, because of the way that uh, we use spreading activation, that's the psychological term for our nodal network in our brains of how we connect things together. Even if you think of something random, you, you think that's seemingly unconnected, but it will be connected by some strand that brought you to that thought because that's just the way our brains think through that form of like a nodal network. Um, Mars itself uh, triggered the... Uh, I triggered the activation, sorry, of uh, like making people start to think about other things that have to do with Mars and therefore their minds were more aware of uh, the word Mars because they saw it everywhere and their brain was piqued by that curiosity, right? So it's the same thing as like if you've ever thought of buying a new car and uh, like a specific type of car and then you start seeing them everywhere on the road and you're like, oh, like I'm just seeing them everywhere. Like, or if you want to buy a motorbike, you notice every motorbike on the street. It's because your mind is aware of that specific thing. So when you when your mind's set up like that, you start noticing it everywhere else. So that's the same thing as how it went with Mars because everyone's thinking about this crazy scientific um, expedition and this uh, increase in like what humans are capable of achieving. It's like Mars was like at the forefront of everyone's minds. They became more aware of Mars bars on the shelf and would naturally tend to purchase them more. It's just the way human the human brain works. So your location is so much more than just, I, I kind of talk about it very basically in the four-dimensional songwriter because I didn't really want to go into the psychological detail behind it but um you you need you need to be providing as much context around it because it does so much more on a psychological level than you may think so if you provide a location to the context of your music now i mean it doesn't work in the exact same way because i'm not saying that the words are the same but it works in a similar way now whenever i think of finland i think of this artist so and then from that it starts from the um, nodal thinking it actually works out um it actually starts linking more and more based on how my brain works. I mean, that's individual, but a lot of people will make these same uh, connections. For example, when someone talks about, uh, you know, that the far north, the, they have, you know, three months of 
darkness and then three months of uh, sunlight when the seasons are due to the Earth's axis, I guess. You think to yourself, oh, what countries do that? Was that Finland? Oh, I know an artist in Finland. Do you know what I mean? The connections made there. Or when you think about what Finland may look like uh, or the language or whenever you see anything, maybe you think of mountains, snow-capped mountains that might make you think of, uh, you know, northern northern countries, if that's right. Uh, and then you might think, oh, that's like Finland. Oh, I know an artist in Finland. So, it's like it, it can always tie back to you. And if you don't provide that, that opportunity for that type of network uh, nodal connection, people aren't going to find their way back to you as a music artist at all because you'll be just another music artist in the crowd. This is the same thing I talked about on a recent episode about using psychological anchors in your posts, like using the same emoji over and over again. So, people start associating you with that emoji. So, when they see it, they'll start thinking of you. Now, depending on what the emoji is, if they see that in real life somewhere else, they'll naturally tie that back to you as well. And that could have uh, additional reasoning behind that as well, like as to why people would do that. But, you know, like they could find a whole bunch of like the strand, so to speak, of all the different nodes that tie it back to you. As I talked about, um, you know, the three months of like sun, like, wow, it's sunny today. Imagine if the sun was up all the time like this. Oh, some countries, they do do that. Like Finland. I know a music artist in Finland, like all those nodes. Uh, You could set up your own unique node system without even knowing. um, And it could bring big results for you. Now, I know that that sounds kind of crazy to engineer that, but I think a lot of music artists on a high level, like the big far out guys that are like, you know, really popular. I think they're actually engineering this type of thought process or setting it up so that people are able to make these connections. And uh, you keep your eye out for it because I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure that if you, you'll start seeing words that are used in the popular songs or music these days that are available elsewhere so that when you think of that, you'll also think of their music. Um, but yeah, so I mean, definitely keep your eye out for that. But uh, use your location for that reason, okay? Because you add so much context around it and it allows uh, so much more than you may think. It allows so much more potential uh, listeners to find you through these nodal connections. Um, now, that's just a little side point. I feel like this is really cool. I'm, I feel a little bit uh, like I have provided you with a decent episode anyway, even though I said this is just a side point. I think that's a really cool thing. Hopefully, you got uh, as much out of that as I hope you did because it's... um. It's super important stuff. Uh, but what I want to say is where I saw this uh, in real in the real world, I've been living on TikTok of late. I mean, not when I say living on, I'm not on it all the time. It's just I've removed most of the other social media apps off my phone so that when I am bored, I'll just go on TikTok uh, just to learn it and see what's working, especially for music artists so I can you know pass that on. And one guy in particular, he just put up a video of him just standing there on the screen. That's all he's doing. And he just points and then text comes up on the screen and it says something like, hi, my name's whatever, Brian, I make a name up. Uh, and then another bit of text he points out and says, I'm from Brisbane. The next bit of, uh, you know, Brisbane, if you don't know, is a country, is a sorry city here in Australia, up north. He then, um, it's funny that, because I've always thought Brisbane's really north, but it's actually like halfway up Australia. I mean, anyone who's like in the actual Northern Australia would be like, Brisbane is not north. Uh, but anyway, that's the side point. And he, then he points at another bit of text and it says, this song that I guess you'll hear in the background of his, uh, his TikTok is his brand new single. And he's like, it would mean the world for me if you could go check it out. Now, all he did, he's just standing there. There's nothing interesting going on in the video apart from him saying, hi, my name's Ryan, so whatever his name is, introducing himself then pointing to, hey, I'm from Brisbane, Australia. He just gave his location. He didn't show anything. He just gave his location. Anyway, 
Fast forward a month or so later, and I saw he put up a second TikTok that came up in my For You feed that was him saying, hey guys, just want to let you know I'm that guy that said, hey, check out my song. And because of you all supporting me or whatever, we just broke 250,000 streams on Spotify. Now, isn't that crazy? Like he just put out on TikTok, this is my name, this is the town I'm from, didn't show anything apart from him standing in a room. And that was enough for him to get 250,000 streams on Spotify from people that were interested. Now, like, now that's like, does that, like, is that, is your mind seeing the potential of, he didn't even do the location thing well and it works so fantastically for him. But as I said before, it works on two levels. Now, the first one, as I talked about, is that spreading activation way where it allows people to connect things back to you and that type of thing, like, or, or creating an interest for people to live outside of your country. I'll say it that way. Like, for example, I'm super interested in what was going on in Finland because it's so different to over here in Australia. And I assume that anyone outside of Australia would like to know what it's like over here as boring as I find it because I live here all the time. And you could be using that to help you separate yourself from the crowd because um, you know, it's the internet. We're not advertising specifically local anymore like we used to. So you've got people around the other side of the world that could associate you with that specific country. Um, but it also works on a second level. And this second level are the local supporters that want to support you. One of the top comments on this guy's post when he was thanking everyone for all the streams said, uh, no problems. Like I'm from Brisbane and I've got to support a local Brisbane boy. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have people in your town that get, because it is a global thing. He's going out online to everyone in the world saying, Hey, I'm from Brisbane or your town, like in city people live inside the, your local area are going to be like, find that form of like location patriotism, patriotism, sorry, and say, you know, we're proud of Brisbane. Like let's support the Brisbane kind because they're supporting publicly. If it was just a, Hey, if you wrote in like a Brisbane group and said, Hey guys, I'm from Brisbane. Could you like my song? I don't think you'd get much of a response. Meaning Brisbane, meaning whatever town you're from, this guy did that, but he put it out to the world and said, Hey guys, I'm from Ryan. I'm from Brisbane. It would be in the, me in the world if you could check out my song. So everyone from Brisbane publicly got behind that because it allowed them to reach out to everyone too and say, Hey, I'm like this guy. I'm from Brisbane too. And it gives them that form of social leverage. Uh, one of the biggest things that you need to think about. I'm actually, this is the episode I've got planned uh, next that I've got, uh, that I'm really keen to go through. Uh, I want to tell you about the, uh, I've read many books on the music industry, but also on marketing and advertising and business and self-development and um, self-improvement. Like all these, uh, you know, these really, really cool, I'm looking at my bookshelf now, just <laughs> looking at how many books I've read. And I've noticed that all of them seem to be saying the same kind of message. And what I want to do is take down all of that stuff into like the the small amount. I think it's like four or five rules that I've created that I think are the five rules to live by based on what all this advice is saying. I'll give you a little spoiler, even though this is not the best one, it's just relevant for now. Uh, people will only think through themselves and that is completely fine. Okay. So the only way that we know how to think as humans is through our own eyes because it's the only existence we live. So when people are selfish in a way, you can't really get mad at them for being selfish because it's the only way we know how to think. Even the people who are, it was really interesting. I heard someone say that even the most empathetic people are the most selfish because uh, they think so much through themselves that they're aware of that to then actively choose to be empathetic. It's like really interesting how you think about it. But um, there are a lot of people who pride themselves on being holier than now because they're so empathetic, right? Like I'm so not selfish. I think of others first and that's true. And that's fantastic. I'm not saying you shouldn't think of others because uh, I am naturally someone who 
says that I always actively try to think of uh, others before myself. But the reason that I can do that is because technically I'm aware of the fact that I could think of myself first, which means that by definition, I'm selfish. So it is kind of like semantics. It's not saying that the empathetic people are the most like self-centered, like closed-minded, selfish people. They're actually saying that you're just aware of it. I think that some people live blindly selfishly. But regardless, the point is everyone thinks through their own eyes and everyone is inherently just a selfish person because by definition, we look after ourselves. That's that's how we're built to be, right? So that's the same thing. If you can understand that everyone's going to think of themselves first, um, it, it will change the entire way that you go about marketing yourself. It's the same reason as to why I say all the time, make sure that your profile on like Instagram or whatever communicates to the your potential follower what's in it for them like when they land on your profile what why should they hit follow it's not because it's not going to be because your music sounds great because they don't know that yet it's not going to be because you think you're the next best thing because they don't know that yet you got to be thinking about what you can give them so why are they hitting follow because you've got to be say, like convincing them that there's something really big in it for like if they choose to follow you for them it's, it's worth it, right? So if you think that people, if you know that people are going to be inherently selfish, and I don't mean that as an insult because people use the word selfish as an insult. Um, if you understand that people think like of themselves first, it helps you uh, change your entire approach to marketing and that type of thing uh, for that reason. So by this guy putting up on, uh, you know, uh, TikTok, I'm from Brisbane, it allowed the people from Brisbane to, to find that form of, uh, social leverage to make them look good to their to their followers going yeah i'm supporting this guy because if he takes off he i get to take off with him because i'm from brisbane and therefore i kind of win by like <laughs> not win boards the word it's uh kind of i uh, ride the coattails of that success a little bit because it makes them feel better about themselves you know because people think of themselves which is uh really interesting to think about. Um, so yeah, as I said, like that's an example of just a really small thing of how your location can separate you from the crowd. Now look at this. I've talked for 21 minutes anyway, so I've given you a full episode. Isn't that cool? I thought I would just talk about it for two seconds, but in classic Jason fashion, I got caught up on tangents, but I hope you really enjoyed that. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. I dived more into like the psychology behind why people act that certain way and how you can use, uh, the way that our brains are wired to, um, you know, find, uh, you know, like the Mars Curiosity Rover, like a way to connect your music with a certain type of uh, word. So if, uh, if you can engineer that, you can make some pretty big things happen. But if you look back through your most successful things, maybe you might find that coincidentally, one of you, that song that was popular or whatever had words in it or had specific sound or like had some form of a connection to something that was other like another thing that was popular so otherwise popular at that time that other people were able to build that form of like stranded nodal connection with so when they thought of x they thought of y and y was your music uh so that's the thing your location is the easiest way to get that working for people especially for people that live outside of your area so anyway thanks so much for listening today thanks so much for putting out with my two-week absence as i said um it's like I had so much going on in my life that I couldn't really take on any more things. And as life has changed and as I'm now required for more things and I've just got, you know, a life just being life um, and personal things. As I said, my daughter's been a bit sick. So trying to work that out. She's fine, by the way. It's just a little bit of a bug. Um, but, you know, working with different things and uh, 
doing some cool uh, cool stuff with other artists and that. Um, I want to bring all that type of information to you, but it's just I fell off for two weeks. <laughs> I apologize. But uh, thanks so much for joining me again today. If this episode helped you out, I'd love it if you could share it with someone. But as I said, the biggest takeaway from this episode is not anything I just said then. It is to go check out the episode I did with Monica Strat, Being in a Band podcast, go support her, help her build her podcast. Ch- check her subscribe to her channel as well because she's got great things coming out and she does a lot of interview type formats. I'm pretty sure. Hopefully I'm not incorrect in saying that, but I know she's at least done a few interviews on her channel, um, on her podcast, uh, podcast with other people that um, have a ton to say and have like a lot of um, crazy perspective within the industry that can help you with your music career even better. But anyway, I love you all so much. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for all the messages of um, and support I got over the last couple of weeks. I had a few people message me and be like, hey, where are you? <laughs> we haven't seen, I haven't seen an episode of the podcast. And it's like, that to me is like, oh yeah, people actually do want to listen to this show. So it uh, motivates me to get back to it. But genuinely, uh, I mean, it's Friday again. These last two weeks have been an absolute blur. But um, anyway, Hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, I've got a really cool episode coming next week. As I said, I want to tell you the the ultimate rules for life that I've been that I've managed to um, refine down after noticing that most of the books I read and most of the books out there are saying the same thing anyway. So that's a really cool thing to look forward to. I do want to start talking about stuff that is slightly outside of the music industry, like that. I always want to talk about its application to the music industry, but. Um, yeah, I don't feel like um, I want to be one of those podcasts who is just specifically about music because there are too many of them. I want to be talking more about the stuff I like talking about, like today's episode, uh, how you can use the cycle, the you know, a psychological setup or engineer a psychological. Um, you know, system to help more people listen to your music. So it's always going to come back to it, but it's going to be done a different way. And I hope you're on board for that journey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Am Northbound podcast. You made it all the way to the end. I hope you loved it. Why not check out another episode? I'm sure you can find one right below wherever you found this one. But before you do, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. And it would mean the world to me if you could either leave a rating and a review for this podcast or share it out to your followers. That act of kindness goes so much further than you may think. It helps me help more music change the world. 